Welcome to Stan Megami Tensei Persona 5, the only podcast where we put personas from Shin Megami Tensei Persona 5 up against each other in a randomized bracket to determine what persona is objectively the best. My name is Kat, and I use she, her pronouns. My name is Kingdom, and I use he, him. So in moving personas through the bracket, as you know, we're going to be looking at six criteria rated A through E to inform our decisions. These are appearance. What does the persona look like? How do we feel about how it looks? Ability. What does the persona do? And what kind of skills does it learn? And how useful is it overall? Usability. Is it worthwhile to use this persona? Or are there others that can better fit its role in one's party? Ease of access. How easy it is to get this persona? Is it viable for a casual run or require a grind? Reference. Personas are derived from myths that exist throughout many cultures. In this category, we talk about the myth and how good of a representation of it the persona itself is in game. In game? In game. An X Factor, the most subjective category, boils down to how much we like a persona. Even if it gets E's in all the categories, a persona can still get an A here. And yeah. This podcast is going to include vague spoilers up to the true ending of Persona 5, but it does also exist in a vacuum, which we've talked about this before. I'm going to reiterate, even though we're on episode 46, which I think is really good because Atlas and Persona team are homophobic and transphobic and they suck and don't buy Catherine full body and borrow your friend's copy of Persona if you want to play it so you don't give them more money. But Personas themselves are cool, and it's good to look at them outside of that context and kind of separate them from the grossness a little. And killing gods with your friends kind of be fun. Kind of be fun, though. No spoilers for Royal, though, because I haven't played that yet, because I'm always behind on everything we do. Is It's not out, is it? When, when does it come out? Tomorrow? Yeah. <laughs> I don't got the money damn rip anyway yeah so we've got a good episode this time around two really fun matchups um we've got satinale versus jack frost the mascot of atlas i think the the mascot of my fucking life (laughs) jack frost is good we'll get there and a mothman versus alice so i say we go ahead and we dive right in Let me go ahead and tell you what Satinale looks like. Go for it. So, Satinale is a large humanoid persona of a muscular build. It wears a mask that covers its face from the nose up, and it extends outward into two large horns that face forward. It wears an ornate black shirt with a frilled, metallic-looking collar, and a more lightly colored pattern vertically up its torso with an inlaid gold pattern. Its upper arms have large silver guards on them that extend up over its shoulders in a fan-like shape uh, that has a skull emblem in the middle, kind of like shields on one's shoulders. It's like if you took shoulder pads and you flipped them so they were vertical. And they're also from World of Warcraft, so they're gigantic. (laughs) They are pretty wowy shoulders, yeah. Um, Satinile wears a metallic-looking belt around its waist and a red sash from its right shoulder down around the left side of its waist that's tied off with a star emblem at its hip. Satinile's pants are similarly colored to its shirt, including thigh armor that flares out in a fan-like shape. Um, it wears a metallic- it wears metallic-looking gloves and foot coverings, and it also carries an ornate pistol that has some good inlay on it with a ridiculously long barrel. This thing, the Satinale looks fucking awesome. Did you mention, I don't think you mentioned the, the, one of the big important things. What's that? Uh, it's got six bat wings behind it. Well, no, I mean like. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. They're like kind of bat wings, kind of like, like black angel wings. I did forget about that. Yeah, it, it's got big old wings and I think the dark angel wings fit better, which we'll get to when we get to its reference and all that. Yeah, for sure. Um, it's like the most badass persona that there like is. It's really good. I mean, it kind of has to be right because it's the yeah. ultimate persona of the game. It comes in when you beat the last fucking boss and shoots it in the head. And I fuck. Ugh. In my dreams, in my greatest of dreams, I wish that there was an alternate costume for Joker where he could have Satinale instead of Arsene. That would be too OP. You can't do that. He's already the best. Arsene's already the best character in the game. 
We're right. talking about Smash, by the way, as right. we often do. But then Joker would just truly hard counter Palutena. Because <laughs> <laughs> Sataneo could just kill gods in one shot. You're right. Does it have... It's got it's got the, the ability one shot kill. I mean, it does. God, could you imagine? I mean, the all out attack being Joker's final smash is naturally correct. But could you imagine if it was the seven deadly sin shell and oh it just God. summoned Satanael and it was just like a reticle like zero suit Samus's? Holy was, shit! Right. I need. They need to start making like total. Uh, what's it called? Total conversions? Yeah, total conversion mods for Smash Ultimate. Make Joker real. <laughs> do him justice. I mean, we do live in a society. <laughs> we absolutely do. Um, yes, yeah, Satanel's an A appearance. For sure. <laughs> absolutely. Can you tell me about Satanel's moveset? Satanel is able to learn a wide array of high-level skills. It learns some of the strongest multi-attacks for the game. It learned some of the strongest multi-attacks for the curse, nuclear, gun, and almighty elements, and can buff party members in all regards. It is the only persona to learn the victory cry, which recovers all of one's HP and SP after a battle. It notably lacks single target attacks. But I mean, just kill everyone instead. Right, but if you're, like, fighting one target, those use up a lot of your SP. I guess it does recover them after every fight with a victory cry, which is ridiculously busted. But it's still inefficient, right? It's pretty broken, let's be real. It It also resists every single element, except it nullifies bless and it drains curse. So it's kind (laughs) of just broken. It is. I mean, we'll get there in ease of access, but it's broken for a pretty fucking good reason. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, but it has a great skill set, especially since it's able to, I can't remember the name of the move offhand, but since it can do that move that buffs a party member's attack, defense, and agility. I don't remember the offhand either. Or speed. Yeah, it's it's strong. It's got one of the best movesets in the game. It's called Heat Riser. That's so fucking cool. Yeah, I remember, I think it was Michael who had it. Michael? The Archangel Michael. I thought you were talking to your, your friend Michael. My, yeah, my friend Michael knows Heat Riser. He just gets really fucking pumped <laughs> and then punches me in the stomach. Oh my god. Yeah, it's it's moveset's real good. It's definitely an A. It's absolutely an A. It's meant to be the most broken persona in the game. Right, but that does bring us to usability. Accessibility. Accessibility. No, is it? No, no, no. No, we're at usability. Yeah, ease of access is next. After that, yeah. Yeah. It's been a while since we recorded last. We were recording in chunks for a bit. I've been streaming all day. It's a trip. Yeah, puppy died. Puppy died! Rest in peace, Luxio. Yo, what if... What if Luxray evolved into Luxord? <laughs> you know what to do. So, Satanail is good to use for, like, a vanity run. Like, we'll tie in, like, accessibility a little bit here, but you can only get it in New Game Plus. Mm-hmm. So, it's like, if you're just running through the game, this is an E. You can't get it. You literally cannot. You have to get a New Game Plus to get it. And right. then, in Ease of Access, we'll get into it, but... Boy, but like usability, it like trumps everything, right? So like I think that kind of averages it out to a C. Sure, I could see that. Just because yeah. you need to be a new game plus for it, exactly. And when you're starting out a new game plus, unless you got some really good items that you carried over, you do not have the SP to be able to use its moves for a while. For sure. When I started new game plus, I had Thor carry me for a little bit. And then I'm like, dang, I need more coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, fucking, you have to do adult things like smoke cigarettes and chew tobacco to get back your mana in Persona, which is fucked up. <laughs> I don't remember those ones. I, don't, I haven't played any of the ones before what, then, though. What do you think Chewing Soul is? Oh. I'm pretty sure it's fucking, you go down to the sheets and you get a can of Snoke. What's it called? 
I don't know. I I thought it was like uh, I always imagined it as Big League Chew bubblegum. <laughs> yes, it's Big League Chew, but it's actual Big League Chew. <laughs> God, yeah, but accessibility is fucked up. Let's get into that. So, okay, let, let me get this. Let me get this. I have okay. This. I have this open. So, in order to fuse, you need to fuse uh, Seth Nail number one. You can't find him. Um, number two, you have to be in New Game Plus. Number three, you need to be level 95, I believe. Or pay a shit ton of money. Or pay a shit ton of money, which is like four levels away from the end of the game, which isn't actually that hard just because you have the, the Reaper. Everyone does the Reaper, uh, what is it called? Succumbing to grind levels. Right. Succumbing to the flu. And we talked about that before when we were talking about other high level personas. Definitely. Speaking of high level personas... You need to fuse together <laughs> Lucifer, Satan, Michael, Ishtar, Anzu, and Arsene. Which, right. um, four of these are the highest level. Well, Lucifer is the highest level star. Satan is the highest level judgment. Michael is the high or second highest level judgment. Ishtar is the highest level lovers. And so you need to boost all your confidence all the way up, and then get to like level ninety five, and then. Basically, pull together every persona in the game to make the pieces for Satanael, and then make Satanael. Right. So, like for summoning all the components you need to make it, it's apparently eight hundred thousand to a million yen. Um, and while Judgment is a confidant that you get maxed out by the end of the game, and so is the Fool, which mm-hmm. is what you need to get maxed for Satanael itself. The star is optional, the lovers is optional, so you can get to the end of the game without getting those and just not be able to make it because you didn't hang out with your girlfriends Which, enough. if you didn't hang out with On, I don't care if you're romanced On or not, That's I'm not going to get into your personal preferences, but that girl needs some friendly advice, <laughs> and if you didn't help her out, I don't respect you. I'm just saying. Right, and the moves you get from the star from Hufumi Togo are, like, the best stuff in the game. It gives you, like, Final Fantasy Mm -hmm. X party switching and shit like that. It's really good. I didn't use her in the first playthrough, and then I did in the second one, and I'm like, wow, this is good. (laughs) Yeah. Luckily, that stuff does carry over into New Game Plus, though. So if you max out your social link in your original run, you can carry it through to New Game Plus and not have to worry about it. You want to know a fun fact? About my sure. confidants. Mm-hmm. My first playthrough, I never even found the son or um, the the kid, the gamer kid, gamer king. Seriously, the son is one of the best ones. IMO. I never, fa- I like, I, I saw him there a couple times, but I like didn't have the opportunity to talk to him, and I just never got him. You gotta go work for the beef bowl. <laughs> the beef bowl, yeah. Yeah. Right. In my New Game Plus run, I maxed out every confidant except for the sun because I didn't realize it ended in early December or November where all the yeah. others keep going. And I have never played it again since because I could not get that achievement. So sad. That's that's like when the elections happened, right? I don't know. Exactly. Or it was when something happened with Shido, yeah. I had a pack of marinara sauce fall off my desk. <laughs> that's pretty valid of you. Um, let me get into the mythology behind Satanael. Well, accessibility. Accessibility, would, E, 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 E. Any, a big ol' E. He's the hardest persona to get in the game by far. Exactly. Oh, and by the way, we're going over, well, we've talked about this before, but just in case this is your first episode, we're only going over personas from five because there are so many disparate just instances of some personas like we're talking about jack frost next jack frost has been in fucking everything if we were talking about every shin megami tensei game we would be here for like three hours yeah the canon is nebulous and not all of them are the same so we're just talking about the one so it stays consistent exactly but yeah let me tell you about the various sources of satanael so he has multiple interpretations of different traditions in one satanael is the leader of a group of rebelling fallen angels fitting and it is. In another, Satanael was said to be a former agent of the Demiurge, who he rebelled against when he realized that the Demiurge was not the true god, and helped humanity transcend the Demiurge's influence. Fitting. Fitting. So, just in case this is your first episode and you're not familiar with Persona, they take a lot of influence from Gnostic Christianity, which has this idea that the god that we know is actually 
a higher being that was banished from the higher realm and created the material world as a result. Because the material world is a farce that our higher being souls were pushed into and trapped in mortal forms. And the only way to re-transcend is to get this hidden knowledge, which is where the root of the word Gnostic comes from, and have our souls re-transcend I to the true god. have never heard that in my life. Well, you have, because we've talked about it on this podcast before. Have we? I don't remember. I don't have a good brain. That's okay. It's a lot to take in. But yeah, so the Demiurge in that interpretation is what all the... So to loop back, the Gnostics were very haughty, very full of themselves. So the Demiurge is what everybody else thinks the Christian God is. And they're all worshiping the wrong dude. But only us, the Gnostics, with our hidden knowledge, know the truth. And this is saying that Satanael is the one who gave them that hidden knowledge. Um, an alternate reading of that interpretation has Satanael as the Demiurge ruling over the material universe. And a final interpretation from a heretical medieval creed of Christianity claimed that Satanael was the angelic name of Satan before the archangel Michael stripped him of the angelic L title and sealed him in hell. And finally, Persona 5's description of Satanael reads, An archangel who is said to be the form of Satan before he fell from heaven the second son of God, he who rebelled against him for freedom and bestowed free will and chaos upon humanity. Damn. Which is, it's very fitting because the last boss of Persona 5, Yaldabaoth, is an agent or is the Demiurge. I don't quite remember how they play it. And Satanael is the ultimate form of the protagonist's persona, Arsene, which is the spirit of rebellion. Damn, now that it's, like, fully explained, I don't know about you, listener, but that sounds like the most badass shit I've ever heard in my life. It's pretty good. Yeah, Satanael's real fucking cool. Do you know how many Satans there are in Persona 5? (laughs) (laughs) Every time I learn about Satan, it's great. You've got Satanael, Satan, Beelzebub, Lucifer, and I think there are two others. I know that my team was all Satans and one other dude because there weren't enough Satans, but there's close. Arsene's kinda. Arsene's close. Arsene's Angel Satan. I like the interpretation, especially since the last couple mini bosses you fight before the last boss are the Archangels. I really oh like God. the interpretation. <laughs> that was so fucking cool. I forgot about that. Yeah, I really like the interpretation of Satanael being the angelic form of Satan. Yes. And, like, um, um, and like mm-hmm. leading a group of fallen angels is perfect for the game because you're the leader of a group of people who got, like, pushed out by society. Uh, it's very so symbolic. I want to play Persona again. Every time I record this show, I want to <laughs> play Persona again. <laughs> Do it, but remember, don't buy anything new from Atlas. Okay. Um... But yeah, moving on, um, Kingdom, if you think you're such hot shit, then crush this rock with your bare hands. (laughs) That's a quote from our next contender, Jack Frost. (laughs) Jack Frost is a little boy. Jack Jack Frost Frost is a little bitch. (laughs) Fuck you. I have a bunch of Jack Frost quotes open to read as we go through (laughs) He's kind of an asshole. Uh, Jack Frost is is just a little cutie that don't say. (laughs) (laughs) He has a large round white body and a smaller head round is a smaller round head of the same color with empty black eyes and a black empty mouth save for two little white fangs. He's a little vampire boy. He's not very cute. Um, he has chubby arms that end in four fingers and legs on which he wears blue shorts with gold trim around the ankles. He wears- Oh, that should say- that says blue shoes, not blue shorts. This boy don't got pants on! (laughs) This boy's got no pants! (laughs) He wears blue shoes! Oh, my bad. You're good. He wears a pointed blue jester-like collar with golden balls capped at the tops. Finally, Jack Frost wears what looks like an aviator cap with large zigzagging antenna. The ear flags... <laughs> the ear, ear flags, flaps? Ear flaps, sorry! The ear flaps have golden studs on them, and it has a yellow smiley face on the forehead. Overall, its appearance is a very indicative of a snowman, because he's Jack Frost. He also kind of be looking like Gino, except a snowman. <laughs> he do, but he's cooler. He is cooler than snowman. Do you want another Jack Frost quote? Yeah. 
I'll pound the hee-ho out of you. <laughs> yeah, hee-ho is one of his quotes. Like, he to the hoe and we gotta go. <laughs> and life he, life ho, hee-ho is not fair. There's, we might have to cut this. Mm-hmm. I googled Jack Frost persona. Mm-hmm. I immediately stumbled on an alarming amount of foot fetish stuff about Jack Frost. <laughs> yeah, because he got shoes. We can't. We can't do this. We can't do this. We've already talked about feet with other personas. We can't bring feet up again. Our Look at him. Gonna be a mess. They just keep coming. This is this is an image from Fur Affinity. I don't want to see it. Let's keep moving. Oh He's gosh. an A for appearance. I fucking love Jack Frost. <laughs> He's adorable. I want to give him a B because I saw the foot stuff, but uh, he's an A. He's an A. <laughs> yeah, we have to be objective. Objectively A because Jack Frost is Jack Frost. Yeah. Let me tell you. Oh, fuck. We never gave an X Factor for Satin Ale. Oh, it's an A. Fuck it. It's, an it's a, the coolest yeah. shit ever. We just, I feel like our ranting about how cool he is is just that. Exactly. We got too hype and I got too excited to talk about Jack Frost killing you with a rock. <laughs> Let me tell you about Jack Frost's moveset. Do it. So Jack Frost can learn single and multi-target low damage ice skills. It can also heal certain status effects, buff party members defense, and debuff your foes. It can also make foes that usually resist ice susceptible to the element. Um, Jack Frost is very weak. He's he's a definitely an early game boy. Yeah, he's got a lot of potential with like King Frost and all that that comes on later. But mm -hmm. I think his moves overall. So let's do this because we've done this in the past. Low level personas often get the shaft in this category if we just go by how strong the moves are. So... These moves synergize really well. Sure. I, the healing status effects and the buffs are kind of just there, but the ability to have, I think it's called Ice Break, and make enemies resistant to its only element synergizes really well with what it does. So I think overall its moveset is probably a B. It's decent. It's not bad for when you get them. You can use them for a little bit. It's hard to compare, especially when we, we're literally comparing him to Satanael. Right. But he's not bad. I don't know about a B. I'd say a C. A C? Yeah, I can agree with that. The It mainly buffs defense, I believe, um, which I don't think really goes with the rest of what it does. It's not really a healer or a raw buff archetype, so. He's okay. He's all right. Uh, how about its usability? Is it worthwhile to use it on your team around the point in the game where you would get it? It's not bad. You can get him around the point where you go to Madarame's palace, the second palace. The second dungeon, yeah. And, yeah, he's, he's definitely usable. It depends on, what, like, what your party is like. Like, basically, if you use Yusuke or not. Right. Yeah. And because the Yusuke kind of overlaps with him. But if right. you don't use Yusuke and you need some ice powers on your team, there you go. Exactly. So, a C? Yeah, C's okay. You definitely, the biggest problem is you definitely shouldn't be using him after Madarame's palace. You know what I mean? Right. Unless you're using him to craft up. Because, yeah. like we said for accessibility, it's very accessible. Unlike Satanael, it's one that you can tame, I guess is the word to use, in the mm -hmm. wild as early as the second dungeon. And then after you beat that, you can also get it in the third level of Mementos, which we've described before, but again, for the newcomers, Mementos is like the overarching dungeon of the game that is randomly generated. It's a big old subway that you go down, and as you beat dungeons, it unlocks new levels that contain personas from that previous dungeon, because since you can't go back to the dungeon, you still need a way to get them. Yeah, and it is just like the embodiment of the, of the populace's collective subconscious. We all be waiting for the train. We all be waiting for the train, though. Yeah. So it's good. It's good accessibility. It's easy to get. It's not hard to make. It's an A. It's an A. Yeah. What about reference? What about the mythology for Jack Frost? Tell me about the Disney movie. Was that Disney? <laughs> I don't want to think about... Wait, which one? Are we talking about the Santa Claus 3? No, the, the anime kid. The 
Oh my god, fucking Rise of the Guardians. That was DreamWorks. Oh, that was DreamWorks. I thought you were talking about the movie where the kid's dad turns into a snowman. <laughs> that one's good too. Was that? I feel like that was No, it was Michael Keaton. Yeah. Yeah, All I right. always think it's what's his name? Fucking Jack Nicholson. Oh, Jack Nick I didn't think Jack Nicholson. I'm I'm thinking of fucking Tim the Tool guy uh fucking Tim Allen. <laughs> but he, he is Santa Claus. And he does suck shit. <laughs> Tell me about Jack Frost. Yeah, so Jack Frost is a spirit originating from England. He is a snow elf who brings in cold weather during the winter and is thought to be responsible for the frost that forms on windows of homes and buildings. In the uh, Persona 5 entry for it, he's described as a winter fairy of European descent. He leaves ice patterns on windows and nips people's noses. The Gross. normally an innocent creature, he will freeze his victims to death if provoked. Why are you going to add that little bit to the end? <laughs> well, if you can't crush the rock with your bare hands, he freezes you to death. He tries to murder you. Yeah, he acts like a total piece of shit. He's great. He's a shopkeeper in some SMT games. It's really funny. <laughs> you could buy a plushie of him, can't you? Oh yeah, he he's the he's the fucking Matlas of Ascot. What? Matlas of Ascot? <laughs> the Matlas of Ascot, the mascot of Atlas. Let's go with some spoonerisms. <clears throat> yeah, my brain's busted. It's cool, um, and I think for me at least, Jack Frost's X Factor is also an A. <laughs> well, did you give it a mythology ranking? Did I? No. Oh, I didn't. I'm losing it. I'm That's sorry. Right. Just... Mythology for Jack Frost is like. A B. It, He's mischievous. I'd say C. You'd say C? Well, this is subjective. Sure, mythology is subjective. Our opinion of it is subjective. Okay, that's fair. I think it's just like, he a cold boy. That's basically all it relates to. And for some reason, they made him an asshole. It says he's normally an innocent creature, but he can be an asshole if provoked. And I think he carries that spirit. Yeah, but that's game. what Persona 5 says. That's the mythology. True. I guess. Fine, fuck it. I'll come down to a C. He's a cold boy. He's a cold kid. X-Factor's an A, though. I love this piece of shit. I don't have a B. Okay. He's cute, but he's not my favorite. I just think he's ha-ha funny. He's kind of ha-ha funny, but he's not my favorite. Definitely Satinale wins. Satinale's gonna win the fucking bracket. I don't think so. I think next episode, we're talking about one who I think can take it that's equally cool. Oh, okay, we'll get there, we'll get there. We'll get there at the end. But yeah, so Satanao wins, that brings us to our second matchup, which is Mothman of West Virginia fame. <laughs> versus a persona that just has the name of a real girl, Alice. It's just a girl, she just follows you around and is scared. She's kind of just a girl, though. Um, <laughs> let me tell you what the Mothman looks like. Go for it. So, unlike what you may think of in, like, traditional interpretations of the Mothman, this one is much more moth than man. <laughs> it, it has, like, a bipedal moth body, it's covered in blue fur, and it has large, round, red eyes that never fucking blink. <laughs> I love him. I love um, moths. They're so cute. Moths are really good. Have you been to the subreddit? <laughs> yes, I have. I know what you're saying. Yes. Good. It's a good one. Um, It has legs that are like half the length of its torso and super fucking thin. And it has these long ass Grinch feet with three short toes. <laughs> Grinch feet. It's got Grinch feet. Um, It has feathered antenna that start the same color of its fur, then transition from yellow to green to purple and then back to blue. The backs of its wings are covered with the same fur the rest of its body has. And on the front, they have a pattern that from the top down goes red, then yellow, then green. Red than... No. Is it yellow, then red, then green? It's definitely yellow, then red, then green. I had a stroke. That's okay. Curved white lines arc from where its wings meet its torso to their tips, and has large black and white ringed patterns in the yellow and red segments of its wings. A white band separates the red and yellow segments, while a black band separates the red and green segments. So I got the order right there. I just forgot it in my head. You're doing it. I, Mothman's kind of cute. He's kind of He's got the aw face. He looks like he's going, always going aw. Okay, so take Esper from Pokemon X and Y and turn it into a moth. 
and that's Mothman. It's Mothman. I I love it. I don't think it's an I th- uh, no, I don't think it's an A. I want to. It's a B. It's a B. Fine. No, it's a moth. <laughs> it's a B. <laughs> that's not funny. This is a bad podcast. I love this so much. We got yeah. such good matchups. We do. Mothman's a B. What? Yeah. <laughs> Mothman's a moth. Mothman gets moth for appearance. <laughs> Mothman's appearance is a B. He kind of cute though. <laughs> can you tell me about Mothman's move set? I can. Mothman has a move set that revolves around inflicting status ailments. It has a single target physical attack that may cause the confused status and a multi-target electric attack with the chance to shock. It also has automatic abilities that either raise its shock chances or increase the chances of an enemy being inflicted with weather-based statuses. Finally, it has a multi-target, confuse, and forget inflicting moves. I I know I've said this before, and it's just the terminology that's best for this because area of effect doesn't really make sense. But every time one of us has multi-target, I think about the fucking MILF anime. I'm sorry? There's, okay, it's a bad anime, yeah, it's called Do You Love Your Mom and Her Multi and what is it? And her dual hand multi-target attack. Oh, you have talked about this before. Yeah, the Milfy Sakai. Okay. Um, sorry. I hope that doesn't reduce your opinion of Mothman, because I think it's got a good, really synergistic moveset. It's synergistic, but our status is really worth it this early in the game. Because you get no. him pretty early on, and it's mostly just better to just hit dudes. You don't, get it, you don't get it that early. It's the fifth palace. What? You don't get Mothman until Haru's dad's house. Oh, cool. Are you serious? Yeah. Why did I feel like he was so much earlier? I don't fucking know. New Game Plus, maybe? Maybe I'm just dumb. Maybe. I don't like status moves. and Fair. But that, I think, goes into usability as opposed to moves. I think overall, for what it's capable of, it has a really, really good move pool. But I think it's just not really worth using. Okay, we could give it a... Let's give it a B, just because it has a theme going on. I agree. It's like a bug Pokemon. It's do got that love, kind of thing going on. Do you love your Mothman and his multi-target Stop. status ailment attacks? Stop. Sorry. I need you to cease. Um, but yeah, and then usability is probably a D, because fuck it. Yeah, it's not worth using. Anything? So, it's physical attack that inflicts Confuse is decent, because it does damage and has a chance to inflict an ailment, but other personas that specialize in physical attack can do that, and generally it's better to get something that attacks and does ailments at the same time. It's just not worth it. Don't bother. No, even though he's cute. Even though he's cute, you can ca- you can catch him as a Pokemon and have him with you, but it's not worth using, really. Oh, fuck, yeah, so I'd say usability's a D. Do you agree? Yeah, I agree. Ease of access is pretty decent, though. It is later in the game, but it's also one of the ones that you can just uh, convince. He gets right. real sad when, when you knock him over, and then you, he's like, oh, no, I'm sorry, and then it's better. He's one of those. Yeah. And if I remember right, it's weak to gun. Yes. Most yeah, things so with wings are weak to gun. So it's so fucking easy to knock down and convince to be your friend. Like, it is... Let me make sure on that. I'm pretty sure. I'm. My memory says... Yes, it is weak to gun. You are correct. And that comic that you sent also says Mothman is weak to gun. I wanted to check. That's fair. So yeah, I'd say an A for accessibility. Fifth Palace, sixth level of Mementos is, like you said, pretty late game. But for where it's at, it's easy to get. Yeah. It's one of the easy ones. You don't have to craft them. Yeah, you can, but you don't have to. Yeah. Like with most Personas, besides like Pixie. (laughs) And that one in the pot. (laughs) That one in the pot. Mm -hmm. Uh, Let me tell you about Mothman Cryptology. Please tell me about this cryptid. Mothman is a cryptid. An American cryptid. <laughs> In the mid-1960s, there were some sightings of a great winged creature with massive reddish eyes. It is thought, outside of cryptozoology, that these might have been actually misconstrued sandhill cranes or barn owls. Barn owls can be fucking scary, to be fair. Owls are very scary. I love owls, but barn owls, like, whew. You know what I've I mean? Seen, whew. I've, I've seen some haunting gifts, yeah. Did, did you... Um, you oh, get, fuck you. you. <laughs> fuck up. 
to expand on that a little mothman is also thought to be like a portent of disasters like one of its biggest claims to fame is it was cited by a bridge that soon after collapsed yeah i mean i don't think anyone like it's not eluded that mothman makes it happen he's just around it's like a what's it he's like an absol yeah absol's my favorite pokemon i know that's why i said it thank you and yeah i oh uh finish finish that last paragraph Oh, in Persona 5. Oh, I thought that was just what you said. In Persona no. 5, it's described as a cryptid study during the 60s to 80s in West Virginia. It has shining red eyes and is named for the fin-like appendages on its side. It uses its keen sense for blood to track down the source and feed on it. That's way more menacing than how he looks. Yeah, he's so cute, but he if you get a scrape on your knee, he will come down and suck out all your blood through it. With, like, he doesn't even have teeth. He just got a fuzzy mouth. He's just a little guy. He just nibbles on you. Yeah, he looks like a fucking Muppet. <laughs> I love him. God, yeah, I, I like the Mothman a lot in real life. I know a lot of people who like the Mothman. I think its mythology is an A. Also, just because it's American. Like, you don't have a lot of... Not to be like, uh, America's great, because it's fucking not gamers, but, um... I think what Kat's trying to say is, normally we don't have fun cryptids other than Bigfoot, but Mothman's cool, and Jersey Devil's cool. Right, and Mothman is giving some rep to Persona outside of, like, India, Japan, Europe, which most of the Personas are from. Fucked up. Put, I mean, put Bigfoot in Persona. Bigfoot should be in Persona. You're right. And yeah, so I give it an A for that. Hell yeah. Same. Nice. And then X Factor is also an A. It's it has to be Mothman. an A. I love Mothman. Oh, he's just a guy, you know? <laughs> he's, a, he's a man. Yeah. And that brings us to a girl. <laughs> Wait, when do we get to Moth Grandpa? <laughs> <laughs> well, we haven't gotten to Moth Boy. <laughs> Are you dead? <laughs> it's the evolution line. Mm-hmm. <laughs> moth boy, moth man, moth grandpa. I stop dying and fucking tell me what Alice looks like. Alice? Alice is a girl. Yeah. And not even moth girl. It's just girl. Alice takes the appearance of a young girl with deathly pale skin, golden eyes, and blonde hair tied back into a ponytail. She wears a blue dress with short puffy sleeves that end in white button cuffs, a white collar, a roughly white underskirt that extends past the end of the dress, and a white sash around her waist tied in a bow on her back. She also wears a black slip-on shoes with a band over her foot and a white headband. She's a girl in a blue dress with white cloth on her. Yeah, like, she's indicative of one of the sources, which is Alice from Alice in Wonderland, but she is in this game of, like, Satan Angel with a gun and the fucking cute Mothman. She's kind of just a girl. And she also looks exactly the same as Lavenza. She, yeah, I, Lavenza, but yeah, they're pretty similar gals. They're, like, the same. They're basically the same. I just wanted to complain about that. Sorry. No, you're good. good. I think she's a C or a D. I'd say D. She's very boring. You could see this character at the fucking... Oh, God, what's the school name? I always forget this. Every episode, I forget the name of the school. Shinjuku? You could just see her walking around Shinjuku, and it'd be like nothing. I mean... Except, why is that girl not in her outfit, in her uniform? Except she's not Japanese, so people would be... Neither is Yeah, people were mean to On. Yeah, but I, I'll be mean to her. I don't care. I don't like her. On? You hate on? Huh? No, huh? I don't like Alice. I don't I don't like Alice. <laughs> Valid. Yeah. She's a good persona, though. I used her a lot, but we'll get there. Okay. Let's, let me tell you about her moveset. Yeah. So, Do it, uh, Alice's moveset revolves around influencing curse-based instant death. Uh, she has an automatic skill that enhances the chance to instantly kill foes. A multi-target attack with a medium chance of instantly killing, and a move that's unique to her, Die For Me, that has a high chance of killing all foes. She can also learn a multi-target attack that deals severe, almighty damage, 
has an ability that buffs that damage, and has a skill that allows her to avoid one insta-death attack per fight with one HP remaining. Mega de- me- the-, the almighty one I want to try to pronounce, because I can never oh, do yeah. it. M- Megi Delown or something. Mega Delown. Yeah, so her moveset's fucking fantastic. She is, we'll get to in a second, an ultimate persona of the Death Confidant, so it makes sense that she's good. Shout out to the Death Confidant. Shout out to Tai Takemi. I love Tai. Uh, Tai Takemi's great. Hey, why the fuck couldn't they just make the kids be in college? That's what I'm I saying. About this... They gotta do that about fucking everything. Right, I know we fucking talked about that before, but like, it's gross. The confidants for Tai and Kawakami and fucking all the other adults feel fucking gross because they couldn't just set it at fucking the a college. This can like turn into a rant, but I feel exactly the same way about My Hero Academia. Yeah. And like, I don't, there must be something different about Japanese colleges that like it would be a different scenario because as far as I'm aware, in these kind of things, they just act like they're in college though. They just do whatever. Right. I don't know if it's so much there's a difference in like college as much as it is they want it to appeal to a younger audience and college is more adult for that. Maybe. But like don't have a fucking seventeen year old fuck adults. It's not that hard. Yeah. Fucking it's not Atlas. That hard. But we're just gonna ignore that for now. Anyway, Type to Cami's my favorite. Takemi's my wife. She's great. I have a soft spot for Kawakami, but Takemi be second. Sorry. Wow. Didn't know you were into that, but okay. Oh, no, I did. What am I talking about? I did. Into what? <laughs> Teachers. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. You ass. <laughs> what the fuck is we talking about? Yeah, Um. she's got a really good moveset. Um, the ability to very reliably do instant kill is incredible because most instant kill attacks don't work well and having almighty damage which can't be resisted to fuck up enemies that resist curse makes her a very well-rounded character hell yeah i never used her but i trust yeah, you. i give her an a because it's a very synergistic i guess i'll say again move set yeah that makes sense yeah. And also, she gets the the benefit of being a later game persona, and therefore, we think of her as stronger. Right. But you know what? This show is objective. It is. And I think, in the future, I think we should switch usability and accessibility. And I know we've said that before, and we keep not doing it. But, like, I think because she's a pretty accessible ultimate persona, that she's very usable for the state in the game you can get her. She's reasonably accessible. You need Diffuse, Belial, and Neb- Nebiros? Nebiros? And you also need maxed out Titakemi Link. We already talked right. about that. Right. So I think usability is an A because it's a good moveset and she's pretty easy to craft. That's fair. Um, and to get into that accessibility, you do have to max out Titakemi's or Titakemi's Confidant, but that's pretty easy. Um, and you should do that anyway. You should do that Save that. Save the child. Save the child. Get better sales on healing items. She only requires like two guts and then four charm, which is a pretty light social skill requirement. True. And yeah, so both of the components you get on the final level of Mementos, which I think is the end game dungeon, but they're both personas that you can just acquire wild. You don't need to craft up to them. Mm. So you can just stumble your way through fucking Mementos and get these and fuse Alice without like the kind of grind you would have to go through for something like Metaton that we'll be talking about next episode or Satanail that we talked about in this episode. Yeah, it's nowhere near the same level of dedication to get, which is pretty epic. It's pretty epic. I think, so, yeah, I think that usability and ease of access are both an A. Sure, I'll give it to her. Thank you. Do you want to tell me about her mythology? Sure. Alice has two potential sources, both of which seem to be supported by the franchise. The first is immediately obvious. She's based on Alice from Lewis Carroll's Alice in Wonderland, who in turn was based on a young girl close to Carroll. What? Yeah, Alice from the store. Oh, Lewis Carroll. Oh, Lewis Carroll. Yeah. Words are hard for me. (sighs) Some, however, say that Alice is based on a young Aryan girl who died at a young age. When she became a spirit after death, the incredible magic powers she obtained made her lose her mind. She was used as a threat to get Scandinavian children to behave. If they didn't, it was said she would visit them at night and kill them and so that they could be her friend. Yeah. 
Following this, Persona 5 describes Alice as a mysterious blonde girl who is quite powerful despite her looks. Some say she is a ghost of a girl who died a sad death. Others say she is a spirit born from someone's imagination. Literally just being like, it could be this or this. Which I think is good. I've never heard that second interpretation, but every culture's got their boogeymen's. I always love learning about cultural like monsters and like scare like like bo- yeah like boogeymen like you said Babadooks Babadooks and uh, Leshies you know Leshy no Leshy is a forest god in Russian folklore that as far as I'm aware um, as far as I was taught um, he would lead women into the forest and tickle them to death <laughs> Pravda. <laughs> <laughs> For the for the uninitiated, Kingdom and I took four years of Russian at the same high school. <laughs> I'm trying to get a picture of Leshy. Because that's yeah. how life be. Shout out, shout out to Leshy. What? I don't remember verb conjugations. Fuck it. Whatever. Russian's done. We're talking about Persona. What do you think about the mythology? I think it's probably an A. Like, she does instant death attacks, which tie into the kill. She definitely looks like Alice from Lewis Carroll's Alice in Wonderland. Um, actually, yeah. this Alice has gold eyes. Okay. And the myth says she's an Aryan girl, so... Ooh, bad. B, false. Yeah. Aryan, of course, being blonde hair, blue eyes, for those who are unaware. And of a specific ethnic descent, I believe, but I don't know the specifics on that. I don't know shit, bro. I don't know shit about fuck, but that brings us to a tough choice, I think. Nah, I don't think so. Who do you think wins? Are you telling me that it's even close between our boy, the moth gentleman, and just some girl in a blue dress? You're right. So Alice gets a C for X Factor from me. I apologize. I skipped that again. Same. Or a D. Fuck it, D. She's boring. Uh, I, I'm changing on the I spot. I give her a C because I liked using her. Fair. But yeah, it's the fucking moth man. He's cute. He's a moth. If there's any character who... Like, any character other than Jack Frost, who's the mascot, it's Mothman. Yeah, like, Mothman is gonna get fucked up in the near future. Like, it's going up against the winner of our first matchup next episode, and I don't know if it's gonna so, make it through that, but... Mothman... Who would win in a fight, Mothman or Satanel? <laughs> Satanel. You sure? I'm sorry to say it, but yeah, I'm positive. We'll get there. We might have to fight. All right. Yeah, but I think that's it, right? Mothman confuses Alice, and... She heard herself on a confusion. She heard herself in confusion. Yeah, and like we said before, Satanile wins, and that brings us to the end of our episode. Yeah, I'm gonna go play Persona after this. I'm gonna go play World of Warcraft. <laughs> you're, fucking, you're addicted, you gotta stop. I got problems. It's, hey, <laughs> all I have to do is sit in my room and play World of Warcraft right now. It's flu season. <laughs> Apologies for the poor quality, but as we do many times, we forgot to mention here. Next week, our matchups are Johanna versus Lucifer and Neko Shogun versus Metatron. Okay, fucking. Where can people find you online? Twitter.com slash Kingdom, T A C H Y O N Kingdom. I'm also starting to stream a lot on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Kingdom underscore GG. Yeah, Kingdom's. Platinum Nuzlocke run ended today in tragedy. The day we were recording, yeah, it was real sad. Everyone died. It was pretty hype, and then it got real sad. Oh, it's randomized, by the way. Yeah, randomized Nuzlocke. Which is... All my friends died. But I have a lot of plans for stuff on him in the future, so... God, I'm so excited about that one plan. Yeah. What about... Yeah, because you're going to be doing a Persona 5 Nuzlocke run, right? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's a joke, gamer. Um... But yeah, so that is where you can find Kingdom. You can find me on Twitter at Real Katsune Miku. That's like Real Hatsune Miku, but with a K instead of an H. And you can find the show on Twitter at Standoff Podcast. We try to do like any combination for Stan Megami Tensei we tried to do was either already taken or it like was too long. So the matchups are standing off, and it's close to, like, Stan, so we went with it. I stand it. <laughs> hey, anti-shout-out to Eminem, just in general. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
he sucks ass as a person. And he, well, right. the word Stan comes from an Eminem song. It, well, yeah, I know. But for the listeners. Stan Smith. Stan Smith. Yeah. The American Dad. Sure. That's from Eminem. Sure. <laughs> this episode's a train wreck. And you can find us on Patreon at Standoff Pod. We got, we got stuff going on. Go take a look. I hope. And our pinned tweet has a link to our Discord. Join us there so you can talk about your favorite persona. We can all fucking rag on Atlas and mail each other our game discs and shit. <laughs> and yeah, is there anything else you want to add, Kingdom? No, I'm good. Thank you all so much for listening. And we hope you join us again next time. So with that, Persona! Seems to deserve You'll never see it come down